Hey there, how have you been? Welcome back to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. I have been away for a few days, but I am so anxious to sit down with you today, this uh, Thursday, uh, what is it, August the 26th. Today we're gonna we got a great message. You know, I missed you. I've missed chatting with you for the past few days. Hope you've been okay. Hope you didn't get into any trouble when I was not doing these shows. We had a what I would call a good news, bad news message today. We're gonna look at the gospel and um, and the psalm, the responsorial psalm from today's daily mass. It's a great one. And the reason I say good news, bad news, that's not entirely accurate. I would call this. It's really good news, good news. Or good news that at first sounds like bad news. You know, anytime Jesus reminds us that we better be ready and we hear this message of time is running out, that, you know, that reminds me, um, it reminds me of when I was in college. And this, I, I was always somebody who panicked on exams. That's, it's just my nature. And when the professor would say, okay, five more minutes, my mind would go blank. Did you ever run into a situation like that? Well, if we're if we're not careful, we can hear what Jesus is saying today, and and I'm going to highlight the psalm also because the psalm is uh, it really it emphasizes that same message. If we're not careful, we can panic and begin to our minds can go blank, and we can we can begin to run around like chickens with our heads cut off. But on the other hand. I feel that if we look at this message in a slightly different way, flip things around a little bit, this is one of the most comforting messages you're ever going to hear. So we'll we'll talk about all of it on today's show, and I'm just so glad that you're back with me, or I'm back with you, I should say, and um, I just breathed in wrong, and I'm about to start coughing. I need to take a sip of my coffee. I hate when that happens. I, I just I just felt it coming on. I, I breathed in wrong and I was about to start coughing, but I'm okay. Hey, let's pray. Let's turn to our Father in heaven who who is who is with us right now. Let's let's never forget that. I and you know what? I'm gonna share some things with you after we're done praying. But I forget this way too often. I forget it way too often. And as I get blindsided by unexpected problems or even not so blindsided, sometimes when I anticipate potential problems, I lose sight of the fact that I have a Father in Heaven who doesn't guarantee that I will never have a problem in life. It's not what He guarantees, but what He guarantees is that He's bigger than my problems, that that He loves me, and that He is always with me. And you know, when you look at it and put that in its proper place, that is much better than knowing we will never have a problem in life. So let's turn to our Father who loves us and who is waiting to hear from us. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father in heaven, thank you for being here for us once again. We love you, Father. You have provided for all of our needs from the moment we were first conceived right up until the present time. Father, thank you for that. We believe going forward that since you do not change, You will continue to provide for all of our needs, and we thank you for that. Father, we thank you for your presence with us. We thank you for loving us into existence, even though you created the entire universe out of nothing, which is really something for us to, which is something that we struggle to even comprehend what the universe really is, and how you have created individuals to live on this planet 
for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And yet somehow, within the past hundred years or less, you decided that your universe was incomplete without creating us. That is, when I think about that, when I think that you loved me that much to create me, after all the other people you've created, it really blows me away. So thank you for that, that Father. Thank you for creating us and allowing us to have this conversation with you. Father, as we go through life, we are going to uh, oftentimes focus more on our problems and what we can see with our eyes than on you. You who are all-powerful and always present, yet invisible. So we're going to ask you, Father, with the help of your Holy Spirit, to flip that around and to help us concentrate on you and the truth that you never change, that you are all-powerful, that you are with us always, and that you love us. We pray, Father, that you fill us and our family and our friends and all we will, all who we will encounter today, fill us all with your peace. Father, I ask you to pour out your Spirit on me today. I know that you have a message you would like me to deliver. I don't want to mess it up. So I pray, Father, that with the help of your Spirit, I can deliver the message that you have for us. And finally, Father, I ask you to open all of our minds and all of our hearts so that we're receptive to hearing what you have to say and make us willing to put it into practice. Father, we ask these things in the name above all names, King of kings, Lord of lords, your Son, Jesus, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, hey, first of all, thanks for praying with me. I want you to know that I am excited to sit here, sit down with you today on this beautiful summer day, very hot here in South Jersey. I've missed you for the past few days. I've taken I've taken time off, but I listen, I really appreciate the fact that you let me take this time off. We took a couple of day trips with uh, with my family, and it's something I really needed to do, and um, just recharge the batteries a little bit, and it was really, it was going to be difficult to, to pre-record the program, so I thank you for understanding. I thank you for still being here with me. It means a lot, but as I was as I was preparing for today's show, and we're going to be basing this show on the, the daily Mass readings for today, which is Thursday, August the 26th. Um, as I was preparing, I was getting excited because I, I miss talking about God's Word with you every day because I, I think this is a great message. This is a message that touched me. And when you, when you hear it, at first you're going to say, whoa, wait a minute. I thought this is supposed to be comforting. Where is this Gary, the guy who's supposed to comfort us? Well, as is often the case with the Lord's message and with the message that I deliver to you, it can sound harsh at first. It can found, it can sound a little scary, but if you explore it a little bit and, and try to put it into its proper perspective and consider the fact that it's coming from a loving God, then it becomes a lot less scary, and I believe it becomes even comforting. Especially, you're going to hear that today. Um, so, I, I ask you to just make yourself comfortable, and welcome to the program. If you're a new listener, I'm really grateful to have you as a listener to Following the Truth. I would hope that you would make it a habit. You know, I always have an extra chair around the table, and that chair is reserved for you. So, anytime you want to stop by, Monday through Friday, I'm always glad to welcome you to the table. Uh, if you want to find out more information about my work, please visit my website, followingthetruth.com. The new book, 
journey with God, finding peace and happiness that is due to be released in what's August 26th, about a month, a little less than a month from now. The book's going to be coming out from the Word Among Us Press. I'm excited. It's my first book with the Word Among Us. And uh, it's a book about knowing, loving, and serving God. It's written in the style that I like to write in, simple but substantial. Uh, My words, I don't find, and I get this comment from a lot of people, so this is not just me saying this. My words are pretty simplistic, but yet there's substance there. I'm not going to give you fluff, but at the same time, I don't want to overburden you or actually I'm incapable of writing in a way that's overly scholarly. You know, that's just not my style. I want it to be practical. I want it to be relevant. But at the same time, wherever you are on the journey, maybe you are a scripture scholar. I want to still be able to to deliver a relevant and practical message based on God's word. So uh, that's always my goal. Anyway, look for that book. It's going to be coming soon. If you have not yet done so, please sign up for my daily email reflection. Let not your heart be troubled. That's free of charge. You can do that by going to followingthetruth.com. And you're going to be hearing more information about that book uh, in the next few weeks. So just to keep in touch and also to to find out where I'm going to be appearing. Uh, I have a big conference coming up in just about a month, September the 25th, the Connecticut Catholic Men's Conference. I'm going to be speaking along with some superstars, Father Don Calloway and Dr. Ralph Martin are going to be other, the other featured speakers at uh, the Connecticut Catholic Men's Conference. So if you're anywhere in the vicinity and you happen to be a man, why don't you show up? I would love to hear you. It's going to, to meet you. It's going to be in the, check this out, the New Britain, I think it's New Britain Stadium. It's, it's an outdoor baseball stadium. I mean, how cool is that? I, I have never experienced this kind of uh, uh venue for one of my talks before so this is going to be entirely entirely an entirely new experience for me so check that out you're going to you can find out more information about this and all my other upcoming events by subscribing to let not your heart be troubled you get it once a day again it's free of charge you can unsubscribe at any time and i'd love to have you as a subscriber all right let's get right to it gary let's get to this message and look this is what i like about looking at the daily mass readings. When we open the Bible, no doubt about it, God speaks to us. These are his inspired words. That's what our church teaches. This is the inspired word of God. Now, oftentimes we have our favorite Bible verses and passages. I do too. I know I have my go-to verses, but oftentimes it's necessary for the Lord to speak to us in a way that we might not wish to hear. And I, and I think that's the beauty of looking at the daily Mass readings. So oftentimes on this program, I like to look at the daily Mass readings. And in my own life, I like to really focus on them and let the Lord speak to me in ways that I don't choose. These daily Mass readings, they are, they are going to places in the Bible not of my choosing. This is the church choosing these readings. And, and it gives the Lord a chance to, to, to reach me in through different books and passages in the Bible that I might not ordinarily flip to, you know, when I want to hear a certain message. Sometimes he has to tell me things I don't want to hear. So this may be a case in point. And therefore, on on this program, I like to sometimes, quite often I do this, look at the daily mass readings to sort of stretch us all a little bit and let the Lord speak to us in, in different and unexpected ways. Now, I'm going to caution you. 
This is going to be one of these, the, the, the gospel and the first reading. I'll start with the gospel, then I'll, um, not the gospel, the, the gospel and the responsorial psalm. This is one of those messages, you've heard it before, but it's like, ah, oh, don't tell me this, I don't like this. Stick with me. I, I, I guarantee this is not a bad message. This is actually good news, but just just stick with me, Okay. The gospel is, you got to really trust me here. The gospel is from Matthew chapter 24. It's from verses 42 through 51. Ready? Okay. Jesus said to his disciples, stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, He would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Now, I'm going to continue on with this, and then we'll explain it more. You know, I mean, the message is stay awake. The Lord is saying, stay awake. You do not know when I'm coming again. Let me continue on with his words. Who then is the faithful and prudent servant? whom the master has put in charge of his household to distribute to them their food at the proper time. Blessed is that servant whom his master on his arrival finds doing so. Amen, I say to you. He will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is long delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink with drunkards, The servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish him severely and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. That Okay, there you go. There's your gospel. Have a nice day. (laughs) It's brutal. But but again, listen, I want you to just chill out for a minute. It sounds horrible. But what what Jesus is saying, let's, let's just get to what he's saying. And then I want to read the psalm, and then I'll give you the comforting piece, okay? What he's saying is, be ready, stay awake, don't fall asleep, because either you are going to die and encounter me, or I am coming again in glory, which he is coming again in glory, but it's just a matter of, is that happening before or after I die? So at some point in time, you and me, whether it's first through our death or first through his second coming, his glorious second coming, at some point we are going to encounter Jesus face to face and we're going to be judged for the actions and the words from our life on earth. The judgment is happening. He's coming and none of us, we might have an idea, we can't predict when the second coming is and he said that or we can't predict the minute and the hour of our death. You know, even if you have a terminal illness, you do not know exactly when you are going to die. So what's the solution? The solution is we know it's happening. And, and you know, honestly, to a certain degree, we have to suppress this idea that we could die at any, any point in time. Life involves sort of putting that thought on the back burner because otherwise you'd never be able to enjoy anything. So there's a certain denial, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. You sh- none of us should be preoccupied with our possible death at every moment in time. Otherwise, you're going to be a nervous wreck, completely freaked out, 
and not able to enjoy anything. You'll be afraid to get in the car. You'll be afraid to go out of the house. You'll be afraid to do anything. That's not good. But it's also not good to live in denial of the fact that you and me, we're going to die one day and the Lord is going to come again in glory. Those two things, they are facts. They are going to happen. What makes sense? So what do we do? What's the best way to prepare for these things? Well, the best way is to live each day as if it's your last or that the Lord is coming today. Okay? To live each day as if it's your last because it might be, but that's okay. You know, just to have that mindset like, okay, I'm going to make the best of this day, not to dwell on your impending death every minute of the day. That's not what the Lord wants us to do. But he doesn't want us to be in denial of it. So what we need to do is realize that this this day, this moment in time is a gift from the Lord. And there's no guarantee that we're going to get another day. So just make the most of this day. Now, in my in my daily email reflection, I make the point that I tend to be a procrastinator. I like to put things off. And a message like this reminds me that I shouldn't get too comfortable. That I shouldn't get too comfortable. That I should be motivated. Every person I meet, every encounter I have, am I being Jesus to that person? And quite often the answer is no. I'm not saying I succeed, you know, but it's a goal that I have. And I, and I think we should really all have that I... Every person that meets me today, I need to somehow be Jesus to that person and and as a result, bring them closer to Jesus in some way. It might be just by smiling. It might be saying, have a good day. It might be sitting with someone and listening to them. It might be saying, I'll pray for you. It might be praying with them. It might be helping them out in some way. You know, it's going to be different. Different circumstances uh, require a different response. But the point is, and, and you know, this is, I'm just going to tell you because I care about you. I'm not, I'm not trying to preach. I'm not trying to be judgmental because I need to hear this message. We all need to hear this message. Is there something that you need to do to, to get back in God's good graces today? You know, do you have to forgive somebody? Is there something you need to get back to confession? Is there get back to church? Whatever. Is there something you need to do today? Is there an act of kindness you need to do for somebody? Is there somebody you need to call? Somebody you've been putting off uh, calling? Something something that you need to do that you know God wants you to do and you haven't been doing it? Well, I would say do it today. And I'm going to pray about this too and see what I need to do because I know there are things. And and I'm going to hold off on the on the other thing. Well, let me just say the other thing. Now, the other thing is... 1 Peter 5, 7 tells us to cast our burdens on the Lord because he cares about us. So if you are struggling with anxiety, and over the past day or two, we took, as I told you, took a couple of day trips. And I, sometimes I'm not a good traveler, especially when it's with my family. I, I travel okay when I'm, I'm going by plane and speaking uh, across the country. I, I'm, I'm kind of in a groove there and I do okay. But sometimes when we take a day trip and I have to do a lot of driving and I have my family with me, I get concerned over, are we going to get a flat tire? Is the car going to break down? Are we going to run into some troubles? 
Um, we were going to a place yesterday where it was difficult to park. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if I don't get a parking spot, this is the whole day is going to be messed up. You know, dumb stuff. I'm not saying this is right because it's not right. And I'm also not saying to be unconcerned with matters like this. We have to be concerned. The Lord wants us to be concerned with the day-to-day uh, challenges that, that we face. But when they start disturbing your prayers and taking your peace, and you, you, you maybe have not turned to the Lord and asked Him to help, then that becomes a problem. And, uh, you, you know, this, so this whole parking situation, it was kind of disturbing me. And my wife said to me, well, let's just pray for a parking spot. Duh, I can't believe I was, I was ignoring that. I was worrying about the problem. And she said, pray for a parking spot. And due to a, I would call it a miraculous intervention, we got a parking spot right exactly where we needed to go. So pray about things. Cast your cares on the Lord. Cast your worries, your burdens, your anxieties on the Lord because he cares about you. That's what you need to do today as well as taking care of any unresolved issues between you and God. And when you do that, you are fulfilling Jesus' command to stay awake. Look, we don't know when he's coming. But if we live every day as if it's our last, we are going to live our life to the fullest potential. We're going to do what God created us to do in this life. And there's going to be no putting things off. Because if I thought, if I really knew that today was my last day, I guarantee you I would not put off anything that was that absolutely that I knew I needed to get done. I would find a way to do it today. Well, I'm going to have to pretend that today is that day. And it might be. I don't know. And after I get done this show, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to ask the Lord, Lord, what, what do I need to do today? Tell me. And I just recommend you to do, to do that you do the same thing. Let's look at the responsorial psalm because it, it was chosen to tie in with this gospel. And it's a good one. I love this psalm, Psalm 90. Fill us with your love, O Lord, and we will sing for joy. Fill us with your love, O Lord, and we will sing for joy. You turn man back to dust, saying, Return, O children of men. For a thousand years in your sight are as yesterday, now that it is past, or as a watch of the night. The reminder here is that time's passing by. We are not going to be here forever. One day, we look at our flesh, it's going to turn into dust, right? This life is temporary. Teach us to number our days aright that we may gain wisdom of heart. Return o, long, how, return, o Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Lord Jesus, we're going to meet you one day, either at the end of our life or during your glorious second coming. That might come before the end of our lives on earth. We just don't know, but we're going to meet him. Help us, Lord, to know that every hour Every minute, every second of this life is precious because it's passing. And we need to seize the moment and make the best of it. Fill us at daybreak with your kindness that we may shout for joy and gladness all, your, all, our, all our days. And may the gracious care of the Lord our God be ours. Prosper the work of our hands for us. Prosper the work of our hands. In other words, Lord, 
do take my work, take whatever it is that I'm doing today. The, I'm going to do my best, but I'm going to depend on you to supplement any weakness, any imperfection. I'm going to do my best, Lord, and let you work the miracle and multiply whatever effort I put in this day. Okay, what's the good news? You know, so far we're hearing our life's going to come to end. To, to an end. We're going to be judged. We need to live each day as if it's our last. And here's the good news. I mean, that's good news. That's a reminder from Jesus. You know, we could say, well, that's bad news. I don't want to hear it. Well, it's really the truth. It would be bad news if he didn't tell us the truth. But he's telling us. Don't try to figure out when the world's going to end. Don't try to figure out when you're going to die. Assume, live as if today's going to be that day. And then you're going to be prepared no matter what. The good news for all of us is that even though we are one day closer to our death today than we were yesterday, one day closer to the second coming of the Lord than we were yesterday, right? And that sounds kind of ominous. We are also one day closer to leaving all of these burdens and problems that weigh us down every day to leaving them behind. Because either in this life or in the next life, when we depart from this earth, every one of these earthly problems, financial, physical, emotional, spiritual, things that are causing us grief, worry, burden, all these things in this life, they're going to be gone one day. This world is passing. And so are the problems that afflict us. So I don't know about you, but I think that's really good news. And as I get older, you know, I've, I've lived a life um, very much afraid of death for many years, you know. But as I get older, as I grow closer to Christ and he has introduced me to my Father in heaven and the Holy Spirit's been working in me, I am less, much less afraid of death than I ever was in the past. And I, and I look forward to that day because you know what? Life can be hard, and there's a lot of problems here. And as I get older, my body's not as, as uh, doesn't feel as good as it used to, you know? So I'm looking forward to that day uh, when I can live without these, these burdens uh, of this earthly life. So, so there is good news to the fact that time is passing by. Yeah, my problems, they're passing too. And one day, they're going to be all gone. So, you know, as we as we bring this show to a close, my, I, I hope this gave you some kind of encouragement today. The words are harsh from our Lord, but let them motivate you to not only do whatever you think he wants you to do today, but also to cast your burdens, your worries on him. He doesn't want you to live a life overcome by fear and anxiety. He doesn't. And the more you start ditching your problems and giving them to the Lord, the more peace you're going to feel. All right, I'm going to run now. Any problems, any questions, Gary at followingthetruth.com is my email address. Now, my plan is to be back with you here tomorrow on the show, but we're going to see what the Lord has in mind. Have a fantastic night. God bless you. And I look forward, God willing, to being back with you here tomorrow on Following the Truth. Bye-bye.